The world is like a ride at an amusement park. And when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Don't think. Feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Hey brothers, welcome back to the Liberation Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Gregoriadis. I'm speaking to you from Tucson, Arizona. Hope you guys are all happy and healthy and ready for an incredibly powerful guest. This guy is... He's wise. There's no other way to put it. He's a wise man and he gives us some amazing tips on achieving financial liberation. His name is Andrew Kuhn and he's a massively successful real estate developer that's going to give us the inside track on how we can get out of the rat race and uh, generate passive income, which is to me one of the the big uh, keys to achieving freedom and liberation in life. Before we get into the show, I just want to remind you guys, I have two projects that you're welcome to get involved with or at least apply to get involved with. The first is my one-on-one coaching programs. What I've been doing is I'm really proud of it. I'm working with men in a one-to-one capacity and helping them get the most out of life. I'm helping them become happier, healthier, more calm, more balanced, more successful, more actualized, and more authentic people. And the nature of the work is it's pretty intense and it, it requires a commitment and some discipline, but the results are absolutely massive. I had a client message me the other day saying he's happier than he's ever been in his entire life. And uh, I put a lot of thought into into my coaching services and what I was going to provide. And I think I've created something very, very cool. And if you're looking for a coach, if you're at a point in life where you, you know there's more to it and, and you want to take yourself to the next level hit me up. If you head on over to liberationmentor.com, you can apply to have a a call with me. And in that call, I'll actually coach you a little bit. I'll I'll give you a a sample of what I can do. Uh, There's no obligation, but I'll show you the power of coaching and how positively it can affect your life um, in in that conversation that we have. Another thing that's related to that, that I've finally just launched, taking me a long time to prepare this. I've been priming you guys for it over the last few episodes, but my uh, retreat that I'm doing in Hawaii, the Transformational Men's Retreat is ready to go. It's going to be from the 15th to the 19th of March in Hawaii, taking 12 guys out there and we're going to, we're just going to upgrade our lives on a level that you cannot even imagine. Uh, There's some stuff that we're going to do out there that I can't really get into on the podcast, but if you're interested, um, Head on over to liberationmentor.com forward slash retreats and you can book a call with me where I'll, I'll tell you in detail what's going to be happening on the retreat. Uh, the stuff I can tell you about is that we're going we're gonna to learn a lot about health and nutrition and psychological well-being and relationships and money and a whole bunch of different things that are going to help you become a more passionate, connected and adventurous man and help you achieve all the things that truly make men happy, not the things that society tells us are going to make us happy. I just launched this last week. There's already four out of 12 spots sold. So this is going to go quick and I'm going to be putting the price up at the end of October. So it's going to be an early bird pricing plan until then. So I hesitate 
I, I, I um, urge you if you if you want to get involved, this don't hesitate. Head on over to liberationmentor.com forward slash retreat and uh, apply to have a call with me where I can tell you a little bit more about it. And more importantly, if I can see so, so that I can see if you're a fit for this and if it's a fit for you, because I only want certain people there. It's it's not for everyone. And that call will help us both figure out if you're right for it. Okay, guys, let's jump into the latest episode of the show with Andrew Kuhn. Enjoy. Hey, brothers, welcome back to the Liberation Mental Podcast. I'm here with a very accomplished guest today. It's a gentleman named Andrew Kuhn, who is a mutual friend uh, of mine and another friend who, you know, there's this guy that I, I know, his name's Artem. I'll have him on the show one day. He's such a powerful man and such a, and a wonderful influence in my life that he just said to me, you need to get Andrew on the show. And I didn't need to think twice. I was like, if Artem says this guy needs to come on the show, he's coming on. So I'm so happy to have you on, Andrew, on, based on uh, Artem's recommendation. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, no, thank you, Nick, for having me. Tell me, uh, or tell the listeners, you, you just told me earlier, a little bit about how you and Artem met, because I think that plays into what we're going to be discussing today. Absolutely. So uh, Artem and I have known each other for almost 20 years now. We were both coming out of high school and getting into our undergraduate years. And, you know, as we're going through that, that secondary education process, we met actually or came across each other in an online discussion forum. If you remember those back from the 90s and early yeah. 2000s, <laughs> when people used to post on a message board, right? And so yeah, anyway, the early Facebook groups, basically. The, yeah, the early Facebook groups, exactly. And so Artem reached out to me because uh, we had some mutual shared interests. And uh, uh, we started talking and built a friendship. And, uh, you know, I still credit Artem to this day with he was the guy who first introduced me to... Robert Kiyosaki and Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a, a book based on real estate and investing and, and owning businesses. And then Jim Rohn, uh, one of the greatest personal development speakers of all time. And you know those simple recommendations from someone I hadn't even met in person completely altered the course of my life. It was awesome. That's great. That's wonderful. I mean, just another story related to uh, resources and books and Artem. I just came back from LA. My wife and I, we were, we were in LA um, to celebrate my 40th birthday. Yep. And uh, Artem, you know what a generous and kind dude he is. He, he let us stay at one of his, his apartments, which also doubles as his office. Excellent. So I get there and, you know, Andrew, I'm someone... I've read, I like to consider it a hell of a lot of books. Yeah. From a very early age, I was really onto this path of becoming the best I could be and, and using every resource, especially knowledge, yep. to, to try to harness that. And I walk into this, we get into this apartment, like Artem's left the key for us at the front desk. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I get into the apartment and we walk into the bedroom and this one wall, this entire wall, floor to ceiling in fact it was two walls is just covered floor to ceiling it's like a it's this purposeful book bookshelf with every imaginable personal development spirituality finance autobiography nutrition like anything and i was it actually was it was kind of difficult for me truth be told because up until that point I, i thought that i was someone who was like pretty up to speed and then like yep. for pretty much a, a paragon of, of learning and knowledge. And it just made me realize, God damn, I'm, I'm at, the, <laughs> at the bottom of the ladder again. And, and so that's, it speaks volumes to, to who Artem is, you know, he's, yep, he's for this sure. guy that I always think of him like 
he is just so focused and driven on achieving what he wants to do in life. And uh, the cool thing is like, he's, he's, he's married that focus and drive to a very good vehicle, which is real estate, because yep. a lot of people take that focus and drive and then they, they chain it to a pretty crappy vehicle that probably isn't going to get them where they, where they want to go. So maybe that's what we could talk about a little bit more is, um, you know, a big part of the show is, is, is it's called liberation mental because it's all about freedom. I believe that that's the, one of the highest ideals that men crave is they, they want freedom and independence and yeah. they want um, control over their destinies, you know, and, and one of those things, one of the biggest aspects of that is financial freedom. Yep. You know, it's, it's very difficult to be, to feel free when you're a slave to a paycheck. And so real estate is, it represents a, a very powerful way to, um, to gain this, this freedom in the financial aspect of your life. And it's obviously something that, I mean, Artem tells me that you have just taken it to a whole new level and coming from <laughs> Artem, who's now building like 43 unit apartment buildings and stuff. Yeah. If he says that, then <laughs> I got to sit up and take notice. So I'd love to know a little bit more about how you, you came to find yourself involved in this industry. And I guess later in the show, we'll get into how maybe some tips for how um, the average guy listening can do the same. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to circle back to the book thing, just as a comment for your readers. So Artem and I are what we consider ourselves serious students, right? And so uh, we found when it comes to personal liberation and freedom, one of the greatest things you can do to live in that vein and that ethos and that philosophy for your life is to continually learn, to continually grow and to continue to get better, right? Mm -hmm. So you're either growing or you're dying and, and it's a personal choice and it's really just being honest and, and uh, truthful with yourself on on what you want to accomplish, where you want to go, the, mm -hmm. the happiness and more importantly, the fulfillment you want to feel. And so Artem and I have a rule that if either of us recommends a book to the other, which we do quite often, we buy it, no questions asked. And so like immediately, and then we always have to send snapshots to each other and stuff. So, so like <laughs> we do things like that because we're always trying to, you know, coming across new resources and, and it's amazing. So if you start studying uh, American history, um, there's really two things that, that jumped out at me early on. Number one, most of the wealth in America was created by landowners, real estate, especially first generation uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of the greatest Vanderbilt and Carnegie and Rockefeller, you know, and all the, all the big families of the last hundred years. And so the other thing is, is that, you know, late in his life, the second half of Andrew Carnegie's life, uh, if you study him and you study his, his biography, he donated a lot of his fortune to create a library system in the United States. And so the amazing thing is, is that, you know, across America, we have literally free resources on telling you how to get anything you want, do anything you want, accomplish anything you yes. want, be anything you want in this, in the, in the world, you know, during your lifetime yeah. that someone else already experienced and documented how to do it for you. And it's, it's free or almost free, you know, for the cost of a book. And so, sure. you know, I, I think a lot of people, and this goes, this goes back. I'm just, I have to, whenever I get the, the goosebumps, it always is a sign. I don't like interrupting people, but I just, I think it's, it's important. No, um, absolutely. You know, this is very close to my life at the moment because I watched a documentary that had a, a part on Andrew Carnegie and, uh, you know, he went through a crisis of faith when he, when he made his billion or his relative billions back then, he kept asking the question, why me? Why, why, why have I created all this wealth? And yep. I found out actually three days ago that he was the, the person who created the public library system in the United States. And it was very, yep. the timing was very good because literally last week, a friend of mine who's been on the show, Igor, who's a very <laughs> successful and very intelligent man yep. said to me, 
he, he got me back into the library kick. And, and, you know, I haven't been in a library for literally 25 years. And just two days ago, um, awesome. today, uh, was the first day I went into a library based on Ego's recommendation. And I walked in and I, I had the over, this overwhelming sense of appreciation and, and also this understanding yep. that if you want to build a life for yourself in a country like America, and you don't, it's just because you're lazy. There's no other, there's no other yep. way to put it. Like everything you need is at your fingertips. And for those of you living in America or another first world country who are on this path to developing yourselves, I want to give you a major piece of advice and a major tip today, which is make use of public libraries. They're the they're most incredible resource. What I didn't know is the, the library system that I that's in the place where I live, if they don't have a book that I want, I can tell them what it is and they will order it for me. They will literally mm-hmm. order me any, like I don't need to spend money on Amazon anymore. Like I spend hundreds of dollars per year on Amazon and I've just on books and I've just realized I don't need to do that anymore. Not only that, they've also yeah. got ebooks and audiobooks. It's just the most absolutely incredible resource. So if you're listening and you want to take your life to the next level, A, as Andrew just explained to us, you need to you need to be reading. And B, the easiest way to get reading is just go to a fucking library, right? It's it's just it's amazing. Anyway, I'm so sorry to have interrupted you, but man, please continue. No, 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 no. It's okay. And, you know, and, and, uh, when you start to study, uh, great, you know, iconic, really icons, I guess you can call them of American history, Andrew Carnegie, uh, did something that I think is incredible and actually kind of really, uh, affected me personally too, where he said he was going to spend the first half of his life creating his wealth and the second half of his life, basically giving, uh, mm-hmm. of it and, and, you know, making a greater good. And it's, it's so funny, although, uh, the, the best place I've found the quote was, uh, attributed to was Spider-Man, uh, uncle Ben, but <laughs> basically, you know, to he who has, uh, great powers comes great responsibility. Yes. Right. And so that makes me realize, and this is kind of now this all ties into the whole freedom and, and, uh, continual growth, uh, journey that we're truly all on. But basically, you know, you start to realize that most of the world is really asleep. Like they're not paying attention. They haven't read a book since high school. They're, they're, they're okay with just being okay. And so, you know, you start to look at, uh, the global population, right? So we're at seven and a half, 7.7 billion people Mm -hmm. on this earth. And if you think about it, you are literally in the top couple percent. Uh, one, if you're based in North America, the U.S., Canada, that type of area. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you have more freedoms than anybody else uh, in opportunity. And I'll give you a, a short side story. A friend of mine, a uh, business partner. So he's originally from Argentina. I actually just got back this morning from Phoenix. I went out to see him and to put some business stuff together. And um, we talked about it. And he's like, look, I lived in Argentina. I could have stayed in Argentina. I had a great life there. But quite honestly, I chose to come to the United States because of the opportunity here. And there is no reason that anybody who is of a sound functioning mind and body should not be able to succeed to whatever standard that they choose to set for themselves, right? And so when you start to so you start to embrace those and, and create the identity of yourself of being that type of person, it's funny, it, it internally motivates you, right? And it gives you a bigger why oh, to yeah. kind of seek towards your goals in life, which ultimately ends up in freedom. So yeah, I mean, I just quoted this on, on the previous episode that I recorded yesterday, which is 
it, it sits right in front of my field of vision when I'm recording these shows. It's a poster on my wall that says, the secret to happiness is freedom and the secret to freedom is courage. Yep. And what I find is, you know, interacting with people such as yourself, surrounding myself with, with resources and the best word I can think of is, is submerging myself in this, in this yep. sea of positivity and knowledge and good energy and people who are lift are, are trying to lift yep. themselves up hundred percent really gives, it gives me the courage to go and find this freedom and this happiness, which I'm craving because one of the things that, that I always come back to Andrew, that, you know, a lot of people just accept that life is drudgery and that life is meant to be this horrible struggle and characterized by just mediocrity. And yep. the thing that I, the reason I know that's not true is because I really believe that we are all equal in the eyes of God. We might not all have yep. equal um, abilities or equal advantages or disadvantages. In fact, it's clear that we don't, you know, some people are born handsome, talented with a, a silver spoon yep. in their mouth and some people have disadvantages, but I still believe on a deep level, we are all equally worthy in the eyes of creation or God or whatever you want to yep. call it. And so coming from that place, I never allow myself to believe that I'm not worth anything that anyone else has achieved. I'm like, if that guy's got the things I want, you know, I can have them too because I'm a human being Absolutely. as well, right? If I do the right things and, and take the right actions and, and I, I can have those same things, I'm worthy of them. And that's the thing I, I keep wanting to get through to the listeners of the show is yep. you, are, you are worthy of whichever life you choose to create. You might have to change what you're doing to get yep. that, but you are, you are worthy of it. And all it, all it ultimately is, is a choice. It's a choice. Yep. What do I want? Yeah. I, I, the biggest thing is just to comment real quickly on that, that I've personally uh, had success with and, and found the most progress with are really two things. Number one, uh, freedom is one of the ultimate goals of pretty much everybody, whether they realize it or not. And one of the things that has helped me was I don't know, a couple of years ago, whenever, whenever Tim Ferriss introduced Jocko Willick to the world, right? And so uh, the whole ethos of extreme ownership and control, you know, controlling what you can control and all of that, uh, I realized that through discipline comes greater freedom. And so that was nice because what it did was it started to change my identity, right, Nick? And mm -hmm. so the biggest thing is if you're in, if you're in a certain form, we'll call you version 1.0, and you want to get to a totally different place in your life, you have to literally become a different person. You need different yeah. beliefs. And so it's that continual process and that journey, right, of upgrading your beliefs, upgrading your environment, paying attention to the people around you. Do they give you energy and charge you up or do they draw energy away from you, mm -hmm. right? And being aware of all those things uh, as we progress. And so those are just kind of things. And again, all this comes from reading. I didn't not a single thing I've ever said in my life is probably a, uh, an original thought, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's all been said and packaged and delivered in different ways. But that's the, that's the, that's the beautiful thing. And yep. is, 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 is like, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the, the guy and his politics, but I remember many years ago, this was 25 years ago. I was, I think about 15 at the time. Watch, okay. I was back home in South Africa and I was watching an episode of Oprah. Oprah was on every afternoon. It was one of the few like, things that you could watch in South Africa at the time. And Rudy Giuliani was on giving this interview okay. with Oprah or doing this interview with Oprah. And, and one of the things he said is that his mother taught him from a young age that books were the secret to getting anything he wanted in life because he could always find the answer to whatever 
challenge he faced or whatever he wanted to do in books. And yep. that has been a real core tenet of my life, which is, man, if I wanted, if I want something in my life, I don't think from the position of I can never have that or it's too difficult or it's not able to be done. I think from the position of there's a book out there that can teach me how to do that. Yep. You know, and, and, and that's such a vital lesson to understand is that all the wisdom is there. People, there's an expression, I think it might even be from Jim Rohn, which is that people have lived before. People have lived before us and they have figured a lot of this shit out. Yep. A lot of people have figured a lot of this life thing out. So you might as well stand on the shoulders of giants instead of always just trying to do it your own or, or pretending that it's, it's or, or believing that you're not able to do it. Just figure out what you want. Find the best books in that subject. Go and read them, educate yourself, and then take action. Yep. That's the formula, right? That's all you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I'm 100% in, in agreement with you there, Nick. I'm happy to hear that. So let's talk about specifically one of the books that changed your life, which is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he, I mean, I actually read that book many years ago as well. It was one of the first things that got me to start thinking just outside the current paradigms of you you grow up, you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you work till you're 65, and then you get your retirement and enjoy the last five years before you die. Yeah. That was one of the first books that, that, got me out of that mode of thinking. Can you explain a little bit about how, how it did that for you and, and how you've managed to take action on the advice in that book and how others can do the same? Yeah, absolutely. So since uh, this is you know a first time and I'll introduce for your uh, listeners kind of my background, but uh, as I mentioned previously, Artem, uh, our mutual friend, was the one who introduced me uh, and mailed me a copy of Rich Dad, Poor Dad by an author named Robert Kiyosaki. And uh, I call that the light bulb book. So, so it had a very similar effect on me where it was the book that kind of turned on the light bulb to expose me to different beliefs and different ways of moving through life. Because the reality is, is every single one of us has programming that just basically drives our decisions every day. And a lot of it comes from our parents when we're young. And that, that mantra of go to school, get a good job, you know, that whole thing, that traditional model is usually them doing the best they can, but that's usually all they know. And so this was the book that really said, all right, well, you don't need to be an employee. You can be a business owner. You don't need to be an employee. You can be an investor. Uh, you can be a self-employed professional. And so uh, it was very good at breaking down concepts to explain that, hey, look, you you have a choice of where you want to fit in in this world uh, as an adult and kind of, you know, the pros and cons in each of them. And he did it through a parable of uh, uh, he had a best friend and his dad was a professor. And then his friend's best dad was a business owner. And they talked about the differences in the belief systems and kind of, you know, between debt and, and not having debt and leverage and education and basically everything. So uh, fascinating book. I highly recommend everybody read it, whether you're into real estate or not. Mm -hmm. But I will say that that also kind of got me interested in the real estate market. So my background is I was a, a college athlete, played football, ended up a dual major. I did the entire pre-medical core to go Mm -hmm. take my MCATs and go to medical school and uh, took a whole finance major. So I was a dual major. 
a minor in marketing on top of sports, right? So uh, I, I have problems with downtime. So I'm I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big see what I can accomplish guy. But anyways, um, long story short, it was my junior or senior year now. I can't remember. I decided to shadow our team surgeon, our team physician, who was an orthopedic surgeon. Spent a week with him. I was in the operating room with him. I was you know going to clinic with him, doing everything I could to really get a true feeling because I realized that uh, in talking to people who were already in medical school that a lot of people don't do that. And uh, in that week, there were a couple moments, a couple uh, instances where I was just like, yeah, this isn't for me. Like, yeah. Because he had built himself a business that he was employed in. So even though he thought he was a business owner, he was more of a self, he was more self-employed and the business really owned and controlled his life. And so he wasn't really able to create the freedom that he wanted and all that stuff. And so what, what happened was uh, about that time, and, and our Tam will tell you when he gets on the show, he'll share with you his story. Uh, he was in a very similar situation, getting ready to go to law school. And between that book and, and being introduced to Jim Rohn, uh, we both really kind of gravitated towards real estate. Now, when you're a broke kid from Ohio, a small town that's only cows and cornfields, again, it's one of those towns with those small town mindsets, right? You're born there, you're raised there, you grow up there, you get a job there, you die there. And um, it just kind of is what it is. And so I had to look around since I'm in the Midwest in a Rust Belt and say, all right, so I wanted to do real estate. Well, what's the easiest way to get into real estate? And this was 2005, 2006 timeframe. And I decided that, you know, basically flipping the houses uh, was going to be how I made my millions, right? As a 21-year-old. So anyways, went up to... Started evaluating different areas, spent a summer in Chicago, driving around, trying to figure out across the US where where the markets were. But also because family is important to me, I wanted to be able to, to drive back if I need to take care of anything with my parents and stuff. And so I ended up in Detroit because it's pretty much the only place that a broke kid with no job, no connections, no experience can buy houses. Right. And so, mm -hmm. <laughs> so long story short, it got me up that way and totally got my ass handed to me. It was, you know, I mean, that 2006, 7, 8, it rose up, 2009, it tanked. Thankfully, I was so broke back then that and so in debt that basically I wasn't able to overexpose or leverage myself because I didn't have the money to spend to buy out the assets. Uh, <laughs> it does inflated pricing. So long story short, when the dip came, uh, I ended up starting to buy a lot of houses. And then from 2006 to now, about about 150 houses are still, still own about 100 of them as rentals, kind of spurred all kinds of permutations. So Buying to sell is really kind of a minor side thing. Uh, really, it's trying to build true wealth, and right, and so true wealth, financial freedom. Now, you can't spend net worth. You can, you can, you live off of cash flow, right? And so, true. rentals were the logical decision. Cash flowing assets were the logical decision for me. And actually, in another one of Robert Kiyosaki's books called The Cash Flow Quadrant, it goes into that in depth. And so, that's another uh, recommendation for your yeah. readers. One, one of the things that uh, I think. Um, I'd like to point out that I got from that book of Rich Dad Poor Dad and Cashflow Quadrant actually, which changed the way I looked at everything is, is how you classify assets and liabilities. And most people classify their primary domicile, their house okay. as their biggest asset. But what, what it really is, is their biggest liability because the definition, the new definition of an asset is, does it take money from you each month or does it yep. bring money in each month? And for the average person, yep. sure, they've got like a 
you know, they might have a house with X amount of equity in it and they're paying off a mortgage and they think, oh, I'm building this asset, but it's not, ca- it's not generating cash flow. And it very often is costing you money through maintenance and insurance yeah. and a whole bunch of things. And uh, that was a massive change in my, my understanding. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you as well, Andrew, like the first thing that comes to mind when you tell me you own a hundred properties is, I mean, A, I'm in awe. That's absolutely amazing. But B, the second thing that, that hits me is this, feeling of overwhelm. I mean, how the fuck do you deal with looking after a hundred different properties, like all the different uh, financial agreements and mortgages and, you know, property management companies. And how do you, how do you handle all of that? Is it, isn't it stressful? No, absolutely. So, so I would say that, yes, it's stressful, especially as you're going through the learning curve of anything, right? And so a lot of us have read uh, Cal Newport's deep work and talking about focus and everything, mm-hmm. uh, mastery, like having to log your 10,000 hours. I mean, it truly is getting your education as you go. And what I found personally in our time, and I talk about this a lot, the school of hard knocks, the school of life truly is the best educator. Like you don't forget those lessons the first time you lose 50 grand on a deal, uh, especially when you don't even have the money and you use the line <laughs> of credit, right? Yeah. And so like that type of stuff. And so you learn real quickly that it is it is a process. And at the beginning, you're going to be incredibly inefficient. You're going to have to do everything because you don't have the resources. And slowly but surely, you build up over time. And so one thing I didn't mention earlier was... I, so I, I started out uh, right on my undergrad, ended up at a uh, medical device manufacturer that does uh, total joint replacement. So my day job was I'd spend all my time in the operating room supervising surgeries to make sure implants got put in correctly. And, uh, and then really I was doing houses on nights and weekends. It was my hobby. It was my passion. It was, you know, I not a big golfer. I don't do a lot of extra. I, I like cars. I like racing, but other than that, you know, in health and fitness, really it's mm-hmm. my family and it's, it's this, this, I mean, you know, business is my sport. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, as you go through this process, I realized early on that, if you don't have the experience, the know-how, you have to you have to stop the bleeding, right? And so you brought up a good thing earlier, and the way I explain it to people is: so assets create income, right? Liabilities cost you money, outflow, but more importantly, always buy assets, always lease liabilities, and so always buy assets and always lease liabilities. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So lease or it, rent, I guess. Is, is yeah, it, lease that? rent. Yeah. So if okay. you're if you're trying to maximize that stuff, now I will share with your with your listeners. Um, there are other factors that come into uh, discussion sometimes. So I'll give you a perfect example. My wife and I, we built a house going on four years now uh, ago, and it was our dream home. I call it our dream home 1.0 because I, I love building houses. But anyways. And basically, we paid it off, and there's a huge amount of equity sitting there. But but it gave me the peace of mind that I had, knowing that no matter what happens in this world, I would be safe and stable with a house and a roof over the head for my wife and my daughter, and, and be able to operate from a power, a position of strength. And so, uh, and actually, I originally got that idea from a very wealthy individual in the Metro Detroit area who has sold two companies for a hundred plus million dollars. He's in the real estate space, and he says, "Look, he's like, 
I have no personal debt, but I have an incredible amount of investment debt and liabilities and stuff like that. And so uh, it, it really does go to show a different philosophy than most people uh, take and assume. But you got to realize if you want what everybody else is getting, you do what everybody else is doing, right? And so, yeah, I, I'm a huge believer of that. I'm a huge, in fact, I've, I've mentioned on the show a few times before, I live my life by what I call the law, law of 180, which is yep. I want success or to attain a peak of the human experience. I just look at what everyone else is doing in that endeavor and I turn myself 180 degrees and go in the other direction. That's great. So yeah, I, I totally get that. And I already believe there's, there's a lot to that. So, so let me ask you, Andrew, um, first of all, I truly appreciate this wisdom that you're sharing. And of course. In fact, that little tidbit I'm, that is getting loaded into my hard drive. The um, Awesome. You buy assets, but rent yep. or lease liabilities, is, that is an absolute gem. I appreciate that one very much. Of course. Let's say the, the average guy listening to this, I'm guessing he's between probably between the ages of 20 and 40. Yep. And he has been uh, on the other side of the equation. He's been working in a job yep. for X amount of time. And he wants this, this freedom that you've clearly attained. And he he has an idea after after hearing the show that he wants to do it through real estate. What are what are a few very simple, direct, actionable pieces of advice that you would give him? Yep, absolutely. So so I and it's it's actually one of the more rewarding parts of uh, this journey that we're all on is that uh, I've been blessed enough to get some exposure. Uh, and every once in a while, I'll get a young, aggressive, eager 20-something reach out to me and say, let's do coffee. Can I talk to you? I just need some advice. Uh, and it really feels good to give back in that sense and kind of give them some advice. And and it's just, it basically, it's just like explaining my life experiences to them. And so uh, for people who are trying to start getting in the market, a couple things I would say just fundamentals that you need to kind of get uh, grounded in. So the first off is environments, everything. So definitely make sure that you start go to investing club meetings. Every every metro area has them. They have single family and multifamily and the whole world, all everything in between. Private money lending. Start reading real estate books, right? So so start getting your thought processes in place so that you're constantly thinking about this thing. But you need to have clarity, right? So with clarity comes focus and with focus comes results. And so start to start to whittle away and put together a game plan of how you're going to attack what you're going to attack. So mm -hmm. for example, when my wife and I were still just getting situated in life and getting started, didn't have a ton of resources, had still had a lot of debt. One of the things we did early on is we learned how to budget. At the time, it was Dave Ramsey's envelope system with financial freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, they're very sound strategies if you have personal debt of ways to get out of them. That kind of evolved to, I mean, there's online software now called YNAB, which is you need a budget, which is a great software for budgeting or you know managing cash flows personally. And so starting to do those things to put you in a position, understand also, and this is a mindset thing, Nick, but uh, I would recommend your readers understand that this is a long-term game. And he who has the, the longest term game in, in mind and in their sights, almost always wins. And so mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, is basically there are a lot of people where we are completely the instant gratification society and social media has done nothing to help that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. people, people's attention is distracted. People are separated. And even though we're connected in more ways than ever, we're really disconnected. And so uh, relationships are more shallow and all this stuff. And so what I realized is that 
you know, when you, when these people are going down this route, again, it's your law of 180. It's doing the opposite. It's getting focused, knowing your goals and thinking about your end game. Right. So for me, it was, you know, 10,000 a month in cash flow, then 20,000 a month in cash flow. And it, and it continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of years ago, as my goals, as you achieve them, you set new, bigger, scarier, more fun goals. You know, uh, it helped me pivot into the multifamily space, which I've been doing exclusively for the last couple of years. But, uh, this is this is the process and it is a process but the takeaway from everything i'm saying today is it truly is about the journey even mm-hmm. though you have a goal as an end destination it is the journey and the process along the way everything from being broken and debt and not having hope to coming across education and you know you start walking down that hallway and doors open for you but you have to on faith start walking down that hallway and so mm-hmm. just kind of getting your mind right i also tell people a lot that you really got to get the inner game right before you can get the outer game right mm-hmm. and so and you can say win as well, right? You got to win the inner game before you win the outer game. And uh, basically that means controlling yourself, which is truly one of the only things you can control in this world. And then obviously, as you know, being a jujitsu guy, health and fitness should be very high on your list as well. Sure. It's hard to, hard to go out and, and, like get exactly stuff in the world if you're yep. sick and weak and, and exactly and they say the uh the healthy man has but a million dreams and wishes and the unhealthy man only has but one and that is to be healthy right and so yeah. if you're truly about maximizing your life you've got to take the ayn rand philosophy of I'll take care of me for you. You take care of you for me. And, you know, that, that truly and putting yourself in a, in a position because I, I, it's hard work. I don't care what anybody says. You know, I, I've been working at this for 15 years now. You know, and people are like, oh, wow, you're so young. You're doing this. I'm like, look, I spent nights and weekends hustling going to seminars, taking vacations from work to go to seminars to learn and to continue to educate myself to do this. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, we always joke, it's the 20 year overnight success, (laughs) Uh, but that's true. It it really does take that long to log the, you know, 10,000 plus hours and, you know, all those things and to kind of get to where you are in that point. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I mean, it's uh, such a pleasure to speak to you. You know, it's, it's clear that you, have achieved a level of mastery of life in general, not just real estate. And it's such a pleasure for me. I, I really, it's one of the themes of the show. One of the things that I keep trying to get people to understand and internalize is that to me, everything is energy and it's the vibration. Yep. Your, your vibration is largely influenced by the vibration of the people you surround yourself with or the people you interact with. And I, I really can feel that just this 45 minutes or 50 minutes that we've been chatting has raised my vibration and it's I'm going to take awesome. take that out into the world and it's going to make make my life better for sure and I'm sure those listening it's going to do the same for them if the listeners want to get in touch with you and where, where should they go yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way to get in touch with me is uh, at my my main website portal, which is kuhnrealestate.com, which is K-U-H-N realestate.com. I am on Instagram somewhat. Uh, I use Facebook personally, but quite honestly, that's the easiest way. Or hit me up on LinkedIn. I'm definitely on LinkedIn. I have a business and a personal page on there okay. because 
uh, again, it goes back to, you know, where you spend your time and your attention, you know, is going to dictate where you end up in life. And so mm-hmm. uh, for my business model, I've personally studied a lot of incredibly successful entrepreneurs in my space. So, you know, guys, I, I know a couple guys with 20 plus thousand units under their, uh, in their portfolio. Whoa. I know, I know one family that has 65,000 plus apartments in their, in their portfolio. And so, I mean, he's third generation, but it just an unbelievable privately owned business here in Michigan. Uh, they own all across the U S but, but here's the thing. None of them have Facebook pages. None of them have, you know, huge Instagram yeah. followings because, yeah. right? It, it's like they're too busy living life to be, you know, observing and watching others' lives, quite honestly. Yeah. And so, you know, and so, so that's probably the easiest way. Like I mentioned, my website and then also LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to reach me out. I try to get back to every single person who reaches out and help in any way I can. Wow. That's, I mean, that was a, a 50 minute shot of pure wisdom right into the neocortex. And I, I, yeah. I truly, truly appreciate it. And I truly appreciate you, Andrew. Thank you so much for your time. Yes. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Damn. That guy is, as I said in the beginning, he's wise. He's actualized and uh, he's done it, man. He's completely financially free. I said it in the show. I'm always looking for people that, that lift me up and Andrew is definitely one of those people. When I arrived, before I arrived in America, I had a friend who had moved over here a few years before. And one of the things he said to me is, he said, you know, Nick, when I got to America, I realized that I had to raise my game. And that's one of the things that people like Andrew and his friend Artem, who I've mentioned at the beginning of the show, the guy with all the books in his in his um, office, you know, being around those people it's over the last year and a half has really, really helped me to raise my game. And uh, I, I greatly appreciate that. There was something that he brought up on the show that I wanted to talk a little bit more about and give you guys a little bit of, uh, I guess, a life hack or a life pro tip uh, about, which is he mentioned clarity leads to focus and focus leads to results. And this is something that I've been using a lot and to great effect. And for me, the clarity is characterized by eliminating as much distraction as possible, right? Because, you know, we've, it's no secret. I've discussed on the show before. It's common knowledge that there's a lot of distraction in the modern world, but important, more importantly, there's a lot of distraction in your world, in your personal world. One of the things I do is, is I'm always looking for what can I eliminate from my immediate environment, whether it's, you know, if there's too many books or magazines lying around in my office, or there's like, if there's any kind of clutter or if there's, stuff on my on my computer desktop if there's too many icons or I'm always looking to eliminate as much as possible and organize and file things as efficiently as possible because what that does is create clarity you know when I walk into my office in the morning the night before I I have gone tidied everything up put away all the stuff that I'm not going to be needing for that for the next day. Like if there's, if I'm reading a bunch of books and I'm only going to be reading one of them, I put the others away out of sight. I tidy my desk. Everything is ready to go. It's neat. It's organized. It's, there's no distractions in the room. There's nothing in this, in my office that shouldn't be, be in there. So that when I walk in, you know, I also have a, a list of tasks I need to get done for the day. When I walk in, it's clear that I have clarity. I don't have to spend like 30 minutes sorting through stuff, figuring out what I need to do. I don't get distracted because there's a magazine lying on the table that's got an article that looks interesting. It's That's just not even an option. There is perfect clarity. And that clarity, as Andrew said, leads to focus, which ultimately leads to results. It's 
something that um, I'll never give advice or wisdom unless I have earned it and lived it. And trust me when I tell you, if you want to achieve your goals and dreams in life, seek clarity in everything you do, whether that means cutting certain events or, or uh, people or things out of your life or just tidying up or or uh, reducing the amount of work you're doing and just focusing on, on fewer things. Whatever it means to you, focus or, or aim for clarity and you'll get the focus and you'll get the results. Anyway, guys, I hope that episode helped you. It definitely helped me. Remember, if you want to come with me on my retreat to Hawaii uh, next year in March, my, it's a men's transformational retreat. And I can tell you right now, it's going to be unlike anything you've ever done before. And it is going to be truly, truly special. You will come back changed and you will come back ready and motivated to take the actions you need to take to become the man you were born to be. Head on over to liberationmentor.com forward slash retreats and you can apply for a call with me in which I'll give you all the details. Until next time, guys, love and light.